Lunchbox TV reviews of WandaVision episode six, all new Halloween spectacular. I am joined today by Michelle. Hello. And by Lou. And uh, before we uh, get into any heavy recap, let's uh, talk about our thoughts. Uh, what do you? What did you guys think about uh, this week's episode? Uh, I'll go first, and that uh, I know that it was the especially the the episode was based kind of on Malcolm in the Middle, and I dislike Malcolm in the Middle. <laughs> I like the show. I, I, I love this episode. Like the since. <laughs> the third episode it's just shot up and hasn't come down but uh i i, I thought malcolm in the middle was so annoying i hated that show <laughs> when it was on but uh that's that's my only thought on the that part of the the show um i feel like not a little bit better than neutral about this episode i think i'll say um i was really excited for the halloween episode because i know we knew there was one coming because of the trailer. Like we'd seen the Halloween costumes and all of that. So we knew it was coming and it was good. I don't, I wasn't like, I was, I had a pretty big reaction by the end of it, but I feel like I was slogging through a lot to get to that ending. It felt a little bit slower or even honestly a little bit awkward. And I think that might've been intentional, but it just felt, it felt weird. Like it just didn't feel quite right. And I think that's probably like what they were going for but it made me uncomfy so I didn't love it <laughs> but I didn't hate it yeah for me you know this is the first episode where I actually preferred the sitcom portion of the show <laughs> rather than uh, the, the the reality portion with uh, Monica Darcy and Agent Wu uh, it was just a lot of fun to because we're finally learning about some of the uh the lesser known characters, like the 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 Wonder Twins, let's call them Tommy and uh, and, Billy, and Billy, right? Yeah, we're getting to know them. We're also getting to know Pietro. You, you, you know, the, the, there's a lot of uh, layers to peel back on that character. So, just the fact that it's given us a lot in in, in terms of uh, their character development, and and not knowing whether or not they're going to stick around post show, like I'm I'm kind of. Uh, I'm 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 really enjoying the absorbing of uh, the characters. It's uh, it, it is a lot of fun. And as for the Malcolm in the Middle uh, intro and and the whole show, it was like a great homage. It it did the show justice, uh, like to to what it was. Even the uh, the lyrics that WandaVision used, oh, yeah. they were a little dark and uh, it, it basically. Uh, keep the illusion yourself, going something like that's that yeah. it yeah keep, keep the chaos magic uh going <laughs> right just keep it going all right fine although even malcolm in the middle's uh theme would have worked you're not the boss of me now <laughs> that could have worked as well uh but yeah and uh let's get into the show the vision is uh breaking free of his shackles he's uh He's not uh, accepting his role of like fatherly uh, figure uh, that sort of went to Pietro this episode and Vision uh, decided to explore the Halloween uh, night of uh, Westview Town. What did uh, you guys think about that? I like that Vision is sort of kind of maybe if Wanda had a bit of control in, uh, on Vision, it's starting to kind of disappear and Vision is more kind of focused. I guess it feels like he's more focused on 
finding out uh, what is going on, like going to the edge of town, finding all the other uh, townspeople that uh, the further away they are from, I guess, Wanda, the, the, the less they're under her control, like literally just zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I like that uh, Vision is kind of trying to do his own thing. I liked, like, I thought it was really interesting the initial um, back and forth between Vision and Wanda when he's like, oh, I'm going out to do, like, neighborhood watch. And she's like, that's not what you're supposed to do or something along those lines. And he's like, huh? And he kind of turned the tables on her by, like, we know that he knows something's going on, but he kind of turned the tables by being like, what do you mean? And, like, (laughs) kind of, like, messing with her. So she wasn't sure if he knew if he didn't know so that I thought that was really interesting kind of see that change with them um and then him going out into the town like that was alarming (laughs) um seeing as Lou said the further they got away from Wanda I don't know if like the she has less control over these people but she has less need for them to I think carry the the charade so I thought that was so creepy and it kind of reminded me of like NPCs in the video game that like pretty much don't exist until yeah. you populate the area. And it was kind of that vibe to it where they were just like standing still waiting to have a purpose that involves one of the sentient people within the whole thing. And I just, it was creepy. Like when they went up to that one house or when Vision went up to the one house and the lady was just like hanging the thing and there's just like the singular tear. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, she's trapped in this. And like really, it was very unsettling as it was obviously supposed to be and i it was creepy and i liked it <laughs> shout outs to the uh comic accurate costumes though like literal comic accurate costumes for everybody even yeah. the uh even kate Rose hair was very <laughs> <laughs> comic booky uh speaking of those uh sentient uh people out there uh vision bumped into agnes and they had a little exchange that didn't go so well because Agnes also showed that she was cracking under the pressure. She was at the outskirts of the town, not knowing where to go. So she just froze in her car, uh, very dangerous. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was interesting. What was also interesting was seeing the children all of a sudden in the town. And uh, Pietro uh, makes a note of that. Uh, just the fact that, what, did you have them all sleeping and get them to, to come yeah. out when you need them. Like, yeah, what is happening there? I, yeah, like Michelle said, that's very unsettling. And uh, I think that's why there's a lot of people quick to jump on the Mephisto bandwagon because they don't <laughs> like the idea of their hero, Wanda, like uh, just, you, you know, forcing this uh, reality onto like all these innocent people. And, and like, I understand that. But at the same time, this is a woman that's cracking. She's uh, mm-hmm. she's not very well. Uh, what did you guys think of uh, Agnes's uh, appearance there? I am sus. I am sus on Agnes. Like, send her out the airlock. She's sus. The reason I say <laughs> that is as, so we see Vision moving further and further away from Wanda. So to the outskirts of town. And each person npc as i've been calling them now each (laughs) npc as they get further out is less uh cognizant they're not moving they're not talking he talked to that one lady and he's like what are you waiting for and she did not respond so i thought it was very interesting that he went further and was able to converse with agnes before he actually woke her up she was moving 
slightly and she was able to talk to him before he woke her so I'm sus on that because based on the rules of the town she shouldn't have been moving at all and shouldn't have been able to talk so is she like playing in like is she my first thought is she playing into it is she like she's like oh no vision's coming pretend like you're like (laughs) trapped you know what I mean there's like the rules don't apply to her the same way they do to everybody else and I don't know if that's Wanda not doing her thing properly like I don't know the why behind it but like she's breaking the mold somehow and it's interesting to me Uh, I agree with you 100% I think I think Agnes is fully shit um the way she was just interacting with vision seemed really weird like like you were saying she shouldn't be conversing especially if she's that far away from wanda right mm-hmm. so yeah yeah I, I think wanda's up to some i mean sorry agnes is full of shit and she's up to something you know it does remind me of like a reverse truman show where like instead of <laughs> truman being uh you, you know the, the one fool it it he's actually running everything like like and everybody else is, is like you know in, in the Truman world uh yeah it's a great twist on it <laughs> and now uh Vision does make it out of uh Westview and he finds himself decaying dying kind of getting destroyed the chunks of metal are just flying back towards Westview uh right in front of uh director Hayward uh Haywood sorry and uh we learned a few things about Haywood this week, uh, specifically Darcy hacking a computer uh, to find out uh, what his intentions are. And not to mention Haywood kicked out uh, Monica, uh, Agent Wu, and Darcy, and Darcy just to get rid of them. Yeah, they, they were asking way too many questions. So uh, what did you guys make of Haywood's sort of turn to suppose, like just looks like he's turning evil possibly? He's yeah. always been evil. Yeah. He's always been so. evil. Yeah. We, we had an idea. And it's, I think it's Hayward. I don't think it's Haywood because that oh, name oops. triggers me. It's not Haywood. I know that. It's Hayward. Okay. <laughs> Anyone who's a Rooster Teeth fan knows what I'm talking about. Haywood is not a name we like anymore. Um, anyways, <laughs> moving on. Um, I thought it was, well, we had kind of, I think, I think this expands a little bit on something we had talked about last week in regards to Sheer Sword having Vision's body and we were very like why did they have his body why was it torn apart like that I think that Hayward was trying to turn Vision into a weapon and the reason I say that is the cataract like thing that Darcy was able to find on the computer the subtitle for that was classified weapons intel and there was something there tying it to Vision obviously the name cataract like a cataract is a growth in your eye that like messes with your vision so mm. <laughs> yeah all right all right there it's like vision that. related for <laughs> sure for sure i think i think he's trying to turn vision into some type of weapon that's my theory and that's why he's like just kill wanda we want vision and to add to that um i think maybe i don't know if we, i was texting with alex or whatever when uh, or alex sent me something but uh, it seems like he's creating something from Vision. Like, uh, mm. Mm, maybe... Say it, Lou. Say it. Oh, I know the some word. Some Sentinels? <laughs> yes. Hayward, yes. a.k.a. Mr. Trask. Are you Mr. Trask? <laughs> That's what I think. I don't think he's actually Trask, but he, uh, I feel like they're creating weapons and maybe some Sentinels to fight, you know, the soup. He hates... 
superpowered like individuals. Superpowered. Like that's yeah. that's that was made clear. I, I absolutely agree with both of you. Hayward is hiding something. The the cataract thing, it it, it didn't remind me of Vision's name, although it should have. But it kind of reminded me of like Big Brother, right? The eye in the eye in the sky sort of deal. Uh, I do think that he was using Vision's body, maybe not to use the the same body, but to use the technology to create something. Because the Vision was singularly unique. Like the, that took the heads of like Bruce Banner, uh, Tony Stark, Tony Stark, and, and even a little bit of Ultron to create that. Plus the mind jet and Jarvis. Yes, and Jarvis. So, so that, that's a little too complicated for, in my opinion, anyone on Earth uh, not named Fantastic. Uh, so yeah, it, it, just too complicated for them to create, but to reapply Vision's tech to create something like Sentinels, that is something I really like and makes a lot of sense to me. Even if it's not a Sentinel, if, if it's like an adapt, super adaptoid or whatever yeah. robot that Marvel has, they have a ton of them kicking around <laughs> over there. But, but I do like uh, that idea. That, that, that makes a lot of sense to me, which is also why Hayward has such a vested interest in this and is getting rid of anyone who will stand in his way, uh, Monica included. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now uh, we should talk about Yo Magic, the incredible claymation 90s inspired commercial of the young boy trapped on a desert island uh deserted island and uh the shark delivers him this uh yogurt which he couldn't break the seal of you know there's there's a lot of symbolism going on there uh tell me what you guys made of it okay i'm gonna just keep mine uh kind of short i know michelle has a a theory (laughs) on this one i just kind of noticed uh like the dead fish and and how earlier in the episode uh wanda was talking about turning somebody into a, a pickled herring and then we also see a scene of young wanda and pietro given like a fish mm-hmm. so maybe that ties into something but other than that that was the creepiest commercial uh so far that they've done just like the tur- dying basically the kid was dying in front of us so yeah yeah that's, that's all i have on that okay so i get a i got a dual theory here so <laughs> The number one, the thing that I think is the most obvious and I will probably be the one everyone got from this, um, the yogurt called Yo Magic. And when the little boy asked the shark, like, how did you get over your hunger? He said, I snacked on Yo Magic. Um, I think the little boy is supposed to represent Wanda. And the shark is something that's siphoning and using her magic. Um, The dead fish (laughs) is Vision. And the little crab is Pietro and or Mephisto. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's kind of the general theory just because Wanda did say like she talked a lot about um before being aware of like the creation of West uh, Westview she was feeling alone and isolated and lonely and all the things you would feel if you're on a deserted island by yourself um and then you know we have this kid on the deserted island who wants this thing that is so unattainable it's right there within her grasp gets so unattainable and I, I think that's kind of what she's going through. Uh, so there's that's the one theory. And then to build on the theory uh, about the infinity stones, this one is the soul stone. And reason for that is skull. Red skull was the dude with the soul stone yeah, and the true. little guy had his little <laughs> boy had his little skull. He did look kind of red skullish to me. 
Um, so I'm thinking soul stone, soul for a soul kind of situation. That that was the infinity stone I got from this commercial, if that's a thing that I'm still going with. I like it very that, much. That's like very it. strong. <laughs> I, 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 I do like it. I, I, I really like it. <laughs> and uh, let's talk Pietro now. So uh, Pietro showed up in the last week's episode, the huge um, cliffhanger. And this week we get a lot of him and it's still unclear whether or not. I, I, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that it's not the original Pietro, that the, that, mm-hmm. that one died. But is this just a person that Wanda plucked from Westview and just like painted his hair gray and turned him into his brother? Or did she just like dive into the multiverse and grab another Pietro, aka the Fox the Fox movie universe, uh, Quicksilver, and uh, put him there. I don't know what to make of this. Please, you guys, help me out. Same, but I do still believe uh, in my heart of hearts <laughs> that it is uh, Peter. Um, okay. Basically, from just going from what we were talking about last week, I, I think that uh, Wanda or one of the kids took took him from another uh the multiverse basically around the same the same uh, timeline the 80s 90s which took that Pietro then again we go back to maybe it's not Mephisto maybe it's it's some it's another entity then just possessed him because um I don't know if you've seen in the the very early scenes his tattoo okay all right. That um it says I, mom or H O I, t- I need to tell you though, that's actually Evan yeah. Peter's tattoo. He literally oh. has a mom tattoo. So I, I think that uh Marvel oh, okay. kept it there because they could have easily put makeup on it. Yeah. So it is mom meaning multiverse of madness. I thought at Ooh. first I thought it was H O M. It looked like H O M, which would have meant house of M, right? Yeah. yeah. But I'm going with the, the MOM. I saw it uh clearly. Multiverse yeah. of Madness. So I really still think this is Pietro. I think that uh, the way the bubble expanded, uh, the way Monica is is creating mutants, but these are going to be new mutants. <laughs> new mutants. But I still <laughs> think they're going to need other mutants with experience because we think that maybe some of those other mutants from another multiverse, aka her dad, is going to show up later on. So yeah, that that's that's my long theory on it. Okay, I have. I mean, I don't know if I have. A th- I have things supporting different theories. So to support the theory that it's Peter, is the fact that they have different memories. So when Wanda or when uh, Peter Pietro is referring to the fact of when they were trick or treating and they got the fish, Wanda does not have that memory. She's like, I don't remember that. Then flip side, she's asking him. And this is a weird segue to another theory I have, but she's asking him about this child from this guy from their childhood who had a skin condition, condition. who's always trying to steal his shoes. Um, first of all, skin condition, it's my boy Toad, played by eyebrows, <laughs> of course. I was thinking Doctor Doom. No, skin condition is Toad because he's another kid. Yeah, that's true, that's true. That's true for sure. It's either Toad or it's Spike, and I'm here for it if that's what we're doing. Um, but then to support the either possessed or the theory that there is another force in the works um, is the references to hell coming from Pietro. 
So in the intro, when they show him, first of all, it's Pietro Maximoff as himself, but he rolls up with the devil horns, his hand signal. Oh, that's okay. right. Fair. You know, that that pretty much fits with the 90s. It fits with his, like, thing. Um, when he's out trick-or-treating with the kids, he says, unleash hell, demon, demon spawn, spawns. to the yeah. children. <laughs> and when referencing Westview, he's like, damn, if West- Westview isn't charming as hell. So either it's the bad guy or it is a version of Pietro Peter who's trying to let Wanda know there's something happening yeah. by dropping these little hints. Like he, he knows too much to just be a pa- like a, a passive observer at this point because he's questioning her. He's like agreeing with her choices when they had the conversation about the kids and he's like, that was a good call. Like, you know, don't traumatize the children. Only bring them out for like holiday specials, blah, blah, blah. So either it's a bad guy trying to be like, keep doing what you're doing or it's just him being weird. So I don't think it's just like a random person cast as, as Pietro is my long-winded way of saying that. <laughs> oh, and sorry, while we're on the Pietro thing, one more thing I want to say. Um, there's a reference to the movie Kick-Ass and I thought that was spectacular. With the, with the two Pietros. <laughs> yeah, but they're like, oh, Kick-Ass. And the mom's like, Kick-Ass. And I was like, what? Kick-Ass? And I was like, oh, LOL, both Pietros are in Kick-Ass. So. <laughs> and uh, no, nobody brought it up, but the last time uh, we saw Pietro on screen, Wanda was blasting him the hell away because of how insulting he was when he said, well, Vision can't die twice, mm-hmm. but apparently he can and he could have. And uh, Wanda wasn't having any of that. Uh, and did you notice where she blasted him to? She blasted uh, him into hey. a graveyard. Oh, oh. Yep. He smashed through three tombstones. The tombstones are names of people who work on the show. So, oh, no way. <laughs> yep. Oh, sorry. I actually saw something in one of the tombs. One of the, uh, I think the tombstone on the left, left side, it said okay. it, it was partially uh, a sentence which says not on her side i think the right one said that okay but one, one of them oh, said not on her thing. side which is kind of weird to put on a, on a tombstone right really yeah i did not notice that i, I did yeah, not I had no idea. Have to review i looked a lot of the tombstones so i'm like yeah how did i miss that wow. did actually this is just a curiosity question did either of you identify what movie was playing in the background the big black and white movie in the background that was showing at the town square I wasn't able to identify what it was. My guess was like Frankenstein or Bride of Frankenstein, but I, I couldn't actually like specify what it was. I thought it was a Romero movie, to be honest with you. Okay. Literally, I have no idea. Yeah. I, <laughs> wasn't I, enough I, for I me to tell know. What it was. Oh, I'm sure it, it has yeah. something to do with something. But uh, <laughs> I, I did see the, the, uh, the movies the that were playing, though. Yeah. 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 It was The Incredibles, right? And Parent Trap. Yeah. Paratrap, that's it, yeah. Um, and the name of the theater is Coronet, which upon a Google is the name of a poem um, written by Andrew Marvel. And nice. the, <laughs> I read the poem. I'm so annoying. Marvel spelled with two L's, but um, the poem is about somebody who makes a crown for Jesus, but actually the devil is entwined within that crown. Oh Ooh. my God. Yeah. Damn. So. All right. Mephisto! <laughs> wow mephisto confirmed 
that's just like that's extra that's really extra they're like okay google marvel and like find a poem and then like who i would love to work on a show like this and be that person who puts in little nuggets because i would make people crazy i'm making myself crazy to be honest so great yeah i'm still kind of uh, i'm still wrestling with this mephisto thing even though i want there to be a mephisto um because of the the countries that won't allow like demons and devils in there mm-hmm. so maybe if it's not mephisto we we know that nightmare is coming into uh, is going to be maybe the main villain of doctor strange mm-hmm. maybe that has something to do with it. maybe it's just a like a combination it's probably not going to be called mephisto but it'll it'll have some of the uh the abilities or you know what he does so because like the, the demon spawn thing was kind of like what else do you need yeah. They're really leaning hard into that. That definitely makes me feel like it is not going to be. I know. I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. Because uh, like you, you add into it, like they're in New Jersey, the New Jersey devil thing, right? There's just so, so many things to, to, to point Almost out. Almost like it's there. too it's obvious. Like, yeah. 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 yeah I agree. This, this is the no Mephisto zone now. <laughs> <laughs> no Mephisto's allowed. Just like yeah, no Mephisto. Mephisto hints, but no actual Mephisto. No yeah. Mephisto. But we really hope it's Mephisto. <laughs> That's it. I don't know if I care oh. if it's Mephisto, but I like looking for the references like to the devil and to hell because there yeah. are, at this point have been so so many of them that even if they don't like equate to being Mephisto, they equate to the fact that these people trapped in Westview are literally in hell. Like you know what I mean? They're they're having such a bad time that it still works. Like everything still works in that context. So it's kind of fun that it has like such dual understandings or even more than dual, like a million understandings really. Especially the way that uh, like Monica described the pain that she was in when she she was in there and like mm-hmm. everybody in town is feeling like that. So that's hell. <laughs> that's yeah. hellish. And I blame Wanda for it. <laughs> She's cracking, man. She's cracking. Yeah. And uh and now the next episode, I think we're going to meet Monica's astrophysicist friend. Last chance. Who do you guys think it is? <laughs> Michelle? Michelle, you're making a face there. You're both I, making got, faces. I, I don't know if I had, I don't like, I want it to be everyone at this point. Like, I don't think I know any more than I knew last week. And I'm still like, everybody, make it everybody. I hear Shuri on the internet. I heard you guys say, and I'm like, oh, my brain didn't go there. I would love that. Also, <laughs> Reed Richards like I don't know anyone that I recognize I feel like would be great I'd be really disappointed if it was a character that I didn't know honestly um so like say it was somebody who came from the comics that I'm not familiar with in the like movie tv show MCU I would be disappointed by that so unless it was someone like so iconic that you obviously would know who they are already um I I think yeah that's my opinion i I still don't know. I'm going to tell you who I don't think it is, which is Reed. I'm going to tell you why. Because uh, in episode three, Hayward was talking about uh, their space program and how they lost some people in space. Wonder if it's a family. Hmm. (laughs) So, you know, I am going with, I, I want it to be a mutant. And I know that. Uh, Hank is a more of a biochemist, but you could he was affiliated with Sword. MCU can kind of just make him into uh, 
uh, aerospace engineer slash biochemist. He's a smart dude, you know. <laughs> so I'm I'm leaning with um, boy Hank Hank McCoy, the beast, and that yeah. that that <laughs> bubble thing that Wanda expanded, it's probably gonna hit them too, and it's gonna mutate. Now, if it's okay, if you think it's Hank, is it an existing Hank? Or is it a new casting of Hank? It's, like, it's, it's going to be a new Hank. Okay. A new Hank McCoy. Okay. Yeah. I'm on board. Okay. I don't like either of them. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what, Lou? Last week you mentioned Adam Brashear, a.k.a. Blue Marvel. Blue Marvel. He's, he's a love interest of uh, Captain Marvel's in the comics. You have one half of them right now on the show, WandaVision. She's there. I don't see why it wouldn't be. They, they don't have to be romantically linked. But I, I do think this being this is an opportunity to to like give uh, you, you know a little bit of fan uh, fan service. Uh, yeah, thank you. That's it. Yeah, fan service without you know doing something heavy handed like paying John Krasinski a ton of money to appear for like ten <laughs> Two minutes, seconds, right? yeah. five minutes. Yeah, there you go. So I I'm of a firm belief that it's uh, Blue Marvel. I, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Idea. They're bringing Blue in Blue Marvel to fight Red Mephisto. No. <laughs> I think another I'm gonna go on a tangent here with another theory but some maybe one of the kids or both kids will die maybe Vision will die and Wanda will just let like a super blast just kind of you know there you go. Of, of the cosmic energy or chaos magic and activating the X gene in people that have it you think Darcy's going to get powers then? I don't think she is. No. But I'm really going to hate it if she's dressed as the waitress from uh, <gasps> Girls. My brain yeah. hadn't even got there and I hate that. That's, I, oh, I, no. They, they I might do it as a nod to it. I think they it. will. I think oh. so. I, it, it, it would just be too perfect not to do that. It, yeah, it, they, they have to do it at this point. You, you see Darcy in yeah. the diner? Like, <laughs> All right, I hate that. That's... No, technically, she's at the circus. Because that's true, like, and she is tied up. She's, she's handcuffed, right? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So is she going to be like a magician's like assistant in a circus? You know what I mean? I'm trying to think of who's tied up. In yeah, the yeah. That would, be, that would make sense. Um, before we go anywhere else, I'm just going to, because I don't know where to naturally throw this in. Um, Tiger update. Yes. <laughs> so, mm, yes. So, you know, anyone who watched the video last week knows I have a stupid tiger theory. Um, this episode, again, we do see another tiger. And it's actually quite, quite obvious and quite in your face. Um, so when Tommy and Billy are talking about their Halloween costumes, and Tommy's like, I'm the cool twin. And then there's a the little flashback to them playing DDR. Billy is wearing tiger slippers. Ooh. Yeah. Very, very clearly tiger slippers. Mm. They zoom in on their feet as they're playing the game and then yeah. he falls over and he's wearing tiger slippers the entire time. And I cannot confirm or deny that there is a tiger in the background um, as a costume people are wearing. I watched episode three times. I couldn't find, I found a fox. And I found a tiger butterfly costume. They didn't find a specific <laughs> tiger. So, tiger update. It's still By there. The way, did you guys notice that uh, that creepy witch-ish kind of costume that was behind Wanda while she was talking with Pietro? No. 
it, it, but oh, I didn't see the with, demon hand with the mask. Yeah, with the mask. Like it was the creepiest yeah. mask. Like all all the other costumes are kind of you know PG. That one was creepy. So there was a. I wonder if it's wearing something. Freddy Krueger sweater. Freddy Krueger sweater with the Jason mask. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> and the actually, I will say the wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man that's glowing red. It has the most demonic hands I've ever seen. Like because it's, it's Mephisto. Really Michelle. creepy. Oh, of course it's Duh. Mephisto. <laughs> Obviously it's Mephisto. Duh. But, um, yeah, <laughs> so that was also just like a creepy background situation. Well, can't I don't know how to send it, but my friend made a gif of it. I see it. See the demon hands? Yeah. Oh my lord, yeah. Yeah. They're just leaning so hard into that Mephisto yeah. thing. Just, yeah. <laughs> Almost confirms that it's not Mephisto. But Master Mold, I'm all about. Oh, yeah. Master Mold can be. Stop giving me ideas. It could be Nimrod. Nimrod and Vision, similar bodies. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. (laughs) All right. Grim Reaper could be in here. Oh, yeah. He's he's been missing, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Grim Reaper. Oh, right. um, No, there was a reference to. uh, Was it Grim Reaper? In the I Dream of Genie kind of intro, yep. they pan out from the house yeah. and they see the helmet. I, I also, I'm just going to show this to you, unrelated, <laughs> but uh, that. Yes. And then oh. the caption is uh, sit back and enjoy the show when they're showing Agnes' butt. <laughs> so just Not, naughty. Enjoy that. Very, very naughty. <laughs> Oh, so Agnes is definitely Agatha. Oh, she's Agatha. Costume. Yeah, she's That's 100% Agatha. Agatha. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's gotta be. It's gotta be. <laughs> All right, with, with that, we've reached the end. But before we go, uh, a quick word from our sponsor, Lou. <laughs> so <laughs> we are still giving away a pair of Funko Pops, the 50s and 60s, uh, Wanda and Vision. Just like, subscribe, make a comment. At the last episode, we're going to announce the winner. And maybe we'll do another one for Falcon and Winter Soldier too. So, yeah, the more the merrier. Yes. Let us know what you think. Thank you for joining us, guys. Uh, I'm Alex. I've been joined by Michelle and Lou. Once again, like and subscribe. Thank you for being here. Send a comment our way and uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever you have. We've got it. (laughs) We'll see you later. (laughs) 